Good morning, everyone. So this is official. I'm going to go. Okay. And coming week will be my last week as a pastor here in Amokyo Methodist Church. It's very fast, right? Even for those who are back in the church, uh, I know this day will come. I've been trying to prepare myself uh, for this, and it is very hard. Very hard. I'm leaving my home church. This is my home for more than 25 years. I'm 41 this year, and that makes half, more than half of my life uh, is associated with this place. I've it has become my home. What really makes this church home? It's not really the place, and it's not just the hub itself. Uh, it's really the people and the relationships. So for 25 years, many of you have seen me grown from a boy to a teen. Subsequently, as a young man, going uh, after what's the best the working world has to offer. You saw me going out into the working world to look for the best thing in life. Eventually, I found a really, really good thing in Scotland when I was studying there. I found a girlfriend. Uh, eventually, became my wife. Many of you have journeyed with me, Serena and myself, both of us, through our marriage, uh, and you helped us form our marriage and family. And as God blessed us with children along the way, many of you taught us how to love them and how to stay in love with one another. So on a personal note, many of you have uh, saw me from a boy, young, brash, uh, arrogant in the days of my youth. You continue to love me taught me and helped me develop an understanding for God's love. Ultimately, you taught me to obey God's call and to serve Him full time and still continue to love me. So today I stand here, not really as um, a pastor, but a testimony to all of you that my life has been saved, transformed, changed by a community. I stand here today humbled, appreciative and grateful to the church, the leaders, aunties, uncles, I've seen you, brothers, sisters, teachers, even the youth and the children. You have become a critical part of me. You have become uh, somewhat formed me in my identity in Christ. I am grateful because you have not just saved me. You have changed me with your love. You have helped me stay in love with God. With all I am, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, all of you, for loving me. Today's sermon is going to be my last sermon as a pastor here in this church. Next week will be my last service with you. And I will have to say goodbye. Saying goodbye is never easy. As I struggled with this final sermon, uh, 
I came across, uh, across this quote from uh, a guy called Alan Le- Alexander Mill. Um, some of you might know him. I think all of us will be familiar with his authorship. He is the author of a very famous character. And I need my slides. Hey, uh, let me see. Of this person, we need a poo. How many of you know we need a poo? I think all of us here know, right? Right? And we need a poo. Said this: How lucky am I to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard? So instead of focusing on the negative of goodbyes, I will focus today's sermon on thanksgiving and giving thanks to show you how fortunate I've I've been to have something that makes it so hard for me to say goodbye. So before I begin this sermon, let me acknowledge the late Bishop uh, Ruben Jok for the outline of this sermon that is based on his book, Three Simple Rules. This is the final sermon in this series, A Wesleyan Way of Living, uh, Three Simple Rules, A Wesleyan Way of Living. And let me bring you to this scripture verse. Okay? Taken from Colossians 2, 6-7, and let me read this. As You therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. This is the Word of God. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, teach us as your children to know your ways, to obey your call, and to stay in love with you. As we study your word today, humble your servant as I speak and may the words of my mouth be clear and the meditations of all hearts here be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me ask you a question to begin. Is it easy to stay in love with God? What do you think? You know this so solemn, you can smile at me and encourage me one day. Yeah. I have found out that it's easy to love God but uh, it's sometimes very difficult to stay in love with God why? because when you love God you can focus on the positive, the good of God and love Him but staying in love especially when things and circumstances are bad it's not easy in my previous two sermons uh, I spoke on these two rules that make a Methodist and which are they, these two rules are? The first one is, do no harm, remember? The second one is, do good. And after my last two sermons, there were people who came up to me in the service, after the service and said, are you serious? You expect us to follow what you preach? Oh, like, into my face, you know. You know what, it's something to say, right? right? Um, wait for the third sermon, okay? Uh, then we see how... Uh, a Methodist would find it, these two rules, do no harm, do good, particularly hard and almost impossible to sustain without this third rule. This third rule, stay in love with God. Okay? So John Wesley required every Methodist in his time to observe all three rules, do no harm, which means abstaining from evil, to zealously maintain good works and And the third is this, to constantly attend the ordinances of God, all the ordinances of God, to stay in love with God. So what does this mean 
What does it mean to stay in love with God? In this rule, there are five things to help a Methodist stay in love with God. And I, as I was preparing, I said, oh, how am I going to preach this? This is a final sermon here, and there are five things. Very difficult to practice in these five things. And I've got to say goodbye, right? How? So as I started reflecting upon my 25 years here, in this church, some of you here are new. Uh, I just want to show you, okay, and this is this sermon also is by way of encouraging what God has revealed to me over these past 25 years, how the church has been helping me stay in love with God. So this sermon is about thanking you, showing you how you have helped me stay in love with God and how it's possible to do so. So shall we begin? Let me start. So the first thing, first thing that John Wesley required from all members of his class, bands and societies before granting them membership is never, was never to miss their weekly services and Holy Communion. You might think, oh, this is quite obvious. Uh, actually, no. See, John Wesley was an Anglican priest in his time and the Methodists were not a church they were a gathering, a gathering. John Wesley loved the church. He never intended a separation from the Anglican church. So his services, or his gatherings are never uh, held in conjunction with a church service because it's not a church. While his meetings welcome anyone, he requires every member to punctually attend a church service, especially never to miss a Holy Communion, in their Sunday service, before they were granted membership to the class meetings. That's a requirement. Now, as I reflected, worship services are powerful, very, very powerful, and can transform lives. My life has been changed by, the, by Amokyo worship services. I experienced God's love when I was in this church when I first came in 1991. Uh, it was a traditional service that I was attending at the time. Some of us here have never been to traditional service. Huh? The organ and the piano, okay, they were at separate sides of the sanctuary. On the count, uh, they don't even count, I don't know how. They just started playing together. They can't even see each other's face, you know, and amazingly, they can start to sing. It was mind-blowing for me because I've never seen anything like that before. Okay? Today here you have a band. That is even more mind-blowing for me when I first attended service. They say, oh, church service, ah, got rock band on there. People standing up, ah, raise hand, ah, like, like dancing like that. No. It blew my mind on what church is. I was greeted, made comfortable. People came to talk to me, shook my hands and welcomed me. That was how I first discovered God's love in worship, in community, and I fell in love with God. And through every week's service, I came to experience God's love through the ushers. Uh, in church, there is food and refreshments. Here, we're going to do something okay, to keep us together and it's coming. Okay? It's coming. Uh, and the musicians, they, they, they prepared and their faith and uh, they continue to serve. I want to acknowledge here a few committees of people. 
uh, about worship services. In the 1030, the committee, the Contemporary Service Committee, led by Louis uh, and previously Alex, I want to thank all of these people. Thank you, Louis, really, for the support you've given to the church and also to me as a volunteer, even after I become a staff. Uh, and subsequently as a pastor, to Shireen behind, every week she comes, set up, push the AV console box out okay, uh, at the hub. In the church as well, Sean, Joseph, they have been a part of the 1030 service since the day it started in Junction 8. Yeah, we started there. Okay. To the contemporary service worship leaders, uh, musicians and MDs, for your love and willingness to sacrifice, your weekdays, your weekends for the church, practicing extra. Uh, we have been through that together. Uh, thank you so much. In church, there are these two sisters that have been there since, the, since I joined the church, uh, Clara and Cynthia. Uh, these two sisters have been serving when I knew nothing about what service is, and they are still serving today. I want to thank all of you for serving. And I also want to thank the leaders in the PPRC, Ministry leaders, stewards and LCC, past, present. Thomas is here. Uh, and some of us here who have been serving, they put this whole service together. And it's because of the faithfulness that people like me can experience God's love. Whichever service we attend, they put it together. AV crew, sound crew, uh, ushers, musicians, worship leaders, refreshments, IC, all of you that serve with me. You may not see how small uh, some of these uh, services that you render, but your faithful service week after week really spur me to serve faithfully. You have helped me remain faithful to God simply by turning up and serving. You have encouraged me and made me feel so supported. Thank you for helping me stay in love with God. You all can clap on you know. <laughs> okay. The second way to stay in love with God, listed by John Wesley, was to require every Methodist to attend the ministry of the Word. That means go for teaching, ministry of the Word, whenever possible. So this includes regular meetings like discipleship classes, cell groups, teaching and nurture classes, Teaching and preaching, they're important because that's how uh, you build faith, you uh, learn about God's love, you build love, God's truth, into a person. Here I want to thank quite a few people. And I think it's important to recognize how ministry of the word can transform life. And I'm one of those lives that's transformed. There's one person I want to thank that's not here, but back in church. And I know that he's singing today. His name is Ivan. Some of you don't know this. Most of you don't know this. Ivan led me to Christ in this church in 1991. It was a youth camp. Story, yeah, okay. Uh, it was in a youth camp in a hike to Merchie Reservoir. You spoke to me about Jesus in a shelter and you prayed for me. I still remember I was a skeptical youth. It was a hot and sunny day we hiked and then we stopped they went and when you started to pray the rain poured down thunder broom 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 okay and you led me to Christ and after you said amen the rain stopped the sun came out again and I thought 
，不会吧？来，你又收钱。If not for your ministry, I wouldn't be here. Thank you, Ivan. So the zone leaders, cell and assistant cell leaders here in our midst and even back in church. I was once a PTM overseeing the cell ministry, and despite me being young and inexperienced, you have helped me develop、uh, faithful disciplines to teaching and discipleship, and to love God's word. Cell leaders, zone leaders, assistant cell leaders, thank you so much. Your service helped people stay in love with God. To teachers in children's ministry, you are here attending service. Children ministry teachers, they help your young ones develop love. And stay in love with God.、Um, to the teachers in children's ministry, to the youth、uh, ministry teachers, thank you for your faithful service week after week and teaching me and so many others how to teach and serve the children in our midst. It's not easy, but you have taught me how to, and it's helped me so much in my chaplaincy ministry. I want to say a big thank you to really all the zone cell assistant cell leaders, teachers. In the children's ministry and youth ministry, thank you for helping all of us stay in love with God. Thank you. The third way to stay in love with God required by John Wesley was to require every Methodist to practice the discipline of daily prayer. Every Methodist must have their daily private prayer time with God. And if you are the head of a family, you are to have a daily family prayer time. This is important、uh, for a Methodist to develop, and maybe that's what we are missing today as the Methodist Church. These disciplines keep the family together and keep God as the center of each individual and the family. And I hear, I think now,、uh, and I thank those. Who have kept my family and I in prayer throughout these years, as well as those who serve together with the church, to the prayer ministry, the altar ministers. You are always behind the scenes,、um, praying for the service, praying for every one of us here in service. Before you come, they are here praying for you, so that by the time you come, okay, you are already covered in prayer. They pray for the pastors, the preachers. Before they speak, you have supported all of us in prayer. John Wesley believed that God does nothing but in answer to prayer. I believe the reason I have been kept alive, we have all here still serving, is because of the many who have kept us in prayer. The monthly prayer meetings, the weekly pre-service prayer, the prayer coverage as we speak, protection for us—they are all so important. John Bunyan had a quote that is very apt, and it says this: "Prayer will make a man cease from sin, or sin will entice a man to cease from prayer." I think it's very true. So, to those who have prayed for me, for all of us here, okay, it is you that have kept me from falling away, from all of us who are serving from falling away. Thank you for helping me and all of us stay in love with God. To all the prayer ministers, thank you so much.
if you here okay, and even back in the church uh, don't remember ever praying for me uh, okay, it's okay I forgive you <laughs> when you have nothing to do and you have a few minutes to kill from time to time remember this sermon pray for me okay? uh, if you remember other pastors you can pray for them after you pray for them you pray for me okay can I will want to cover in prayer as much as possible. I think we all need more prayer. The fourth way to stay in love with God, required by John Wesley, was to require every Methodist to read scripture and meditate them every vacant hour. Just now, number two was to attend Bible classes. This one is individual study and point to point whenever you have some time, okay, apart from praying, you read scripture. A Methodist must love God's word. At this time, it's only right for me to recognize those that influence me. Uh, God's truth, the love of God, uh, the love of God's word, uh, those who have influenced me to read God's word and study God's word. When you love God's word, you stay in love with God. Two groups of people I want to thank here. First group is the Discipleship and Nurture Committee. Um, Chun Wai and Laura, uh, Andrew and Leian, they are so much part of this whole journey. And those who have attended the Disciple Classes, Master Life CIC by Disney Facilitators, thank you for your passion in serving, leading. Uh, let me say, you have inspired me. No matter how small the class is, you will run the class because you want to give people opportunity to know and study God's Word. Running a discipleship class is never easy. You know it's strenuous. Just to get people to sign up uh, for a 34-week Bible study, oh, 34 week, uh. oh, they Here also they are really, really discouraged. You know? So they haven't started yet discouraged really. But the facilitators, they are the ones to pen it down and say, I will lead. And you know, you really learn the most when you lead a discussion group, not just attend. Because you are forced to go through the discipline of preparing, because what you prepare will influence what they learn. And you grow along the way. I am one such faith, uh, person, blessed by your faithful ministry. You have kept me on my toes to love and study and read God's word. To the committee, to those who are involved in discipleship, thank you so much for helping me stay in love with God. And to the next group, uh, which is really very close to my heart, is the leaders, servanthood team, people who are in the forerunner zone. You are all over the church today. Uh, Jessica is here as well. Since 2002, we started from a small cell group. You have been supporting and affirming the ministry, serving together with me, as your cell leader, then to a zone leader, to a PTM, today to a pastor. You see, to teach and preach is one thing, but to live by what you teach and preach is really another. You have, as a zone, studied, journeyed together with me as a community. You see my ins and outs, and you continue to love me, serve together, 15 years in a cell ministry. Through your ministry, journey and love, 
you have shaped my beliefs, my purpose, and ultimately my identity and lifestyle as a person. So to those who study, journey, love the word together with me, you have helped me stay in love with God. Thank you so much. The final way for Methodists to stay in love with God, required by John Wesley, was to practice regular disciplines of fasting and abstinence every Friday throughout the year. This is the hardest point to preach. A Methodist needs to learn to surrender what holds to them in their heart and practice getting used to abstinence, holding back, developing self-control, and ultimately uh, to try to develop that spiritual strength to resist temptation. I always thought it's hard to develop self-control as a Christian until I start to serve in church as a full-time PTM. Oh. Because the church is divided into two kinds of people. You either belong to one kind or you are the other kind. Correct? Uh, okay. What is the first kind? The first kind is to try, is the type, the people who try to practice self-control, practice this discipline of fasting. Very noble. This is the first kind. The second kind is to see the first kind, instead of getting them to fast, to try to get them to feast. Which kind are you? Both. <laughs> After you feast, you want to fast. <laughs> and after you fast, then you look at the people, okay, then you gravitate between the two. So, I just want to thank both group of people. Okay? You have helped uh, me stay in love with God in this way. Uh, to the food ladies back in church, WSCS, WSCS ministry, thank you for your love and encouragement uh, to uh, me and also all in church the staff, whatever pain and sacrifice we lose in our Christian service, you make it up for us. Make it up, you make sure that we gain it back. In food, money come by. Whatever health we lose in our ministry, you make sure we gain it back 30, 4, 60, 4, 100, 4. I am who I am because of you. <laughs> but seriously, more often than you think uh, in uh, ministry, it was challenging in the beginning when I first started. Uh, when I served, I felt uh, there were times where I felt discouraged and drained because uh, you really got to you really got to smile when people just you know they give it to you, and when they are walking cases to the church, uh, sometimes it's heart wrenching. You know they come before you, they ask for financial assistance, and they have all their children. Uh, do you open the door? They're all kneeling down. Wow, you don't know what to do and there's so much you can do and you have to learn how to deal with it. Uh, we have to deal with all these things, it's wrenching. But to come to church in a weekday sometimes to find the WSCS ladies saying, hey, I got a report for you. Enjoy. Money cannot buy one. Homemade. On the table. Just brightens up your day from ministry. Thank you so much. For loving us. 
The last group of people I want to thank are those who I work daily. Uh, the admin team, pastoral team, pastors. To the admin team, pastoral team, uh, Isaac is here. To the staff in church, thank you for the time, love, effort. We journey together in these past years. Uh, we have buddies like Colin over the other side, Jared, um, QC, Irene, Vanessa, Molly, Jess, uh, Jacqueline, uh, Jacqueline, oh dear. Okay. Thank you for supporting me in ministry. My beloved pastors, I want to say something to them also. I say that in the morning, 8 o'clock, uh, say something different at 10.30. Yeah? Okay. Uh, beyond the food, they have been very real to me to help me develop my pastoral ministry. They are the second group of people. Okay. Uh, that group one tried to fast me. Group two make me try to feast. Okay. Pastor Mel is always so caring. Uh, and a lot of guidance came from him. Pastor Anthony is a genuine brother. He's, where is he? He's behind. Okay. And Pastor Liam Kai uh, always helped me develop godliness. Really, by telling me, you don't forget next year your eldership, I'm still the one asking questions. Okay. Oh, okay. Godly, godly. Okay. And Pastor Ming Shun, uh, always so friendly and encouraging and sincere. So, thank you so much, Pastors. I won't say more, else your reward in heaven all gone. Okay? Uh, but allow me to really give, uh, say a good thank you to all that you have done for uh, myself, our families, uh, and the church. To the pastors, staff, and the food ladies, thank you so much for your serving. Okay. And there you go. These are the five ways um, that a Methodist can stay in love with God. And you can see that how being in community can transform a person to stay in love with God. And because of these, how we have kept each other, I'm one of those that uh, has stayed in love with God. And you can tell that God never meant for a Christian journey to be on your own. And because you stay in love with God, it's, so, it's much easier to do the other two disciplines, which are to do no harm and to do good. So today here, I stand to tell you that uh, uh, you can be proud of what your love has done. It has made me stay in love with God. So even as I preach this last sermon... It is not one that is done in sadness. It is one that is done with great pride. For all that we have done together, we can say, all glory to God. Amen? Amen. For what lies ahead after uh, July, in two weeks' time, for the journey that goes on, let me bring all of us to Wesley. <laughs> no, I'm going to close this with Wesley's... Uh, one of the story from John Wesley, the final moments before he passed on. Uh, for record, I'm not going to die. Okay, so we must smile. Okay, Wesley died on Wednesday, March 12, 1970, uh, 1791. He was 88 years old. It was written that as he lay dying, his friends gathered around him. He grabbed his hands, their hands, and repeatedly saying, "Farewell, farewell." At the end, summoning all his remaining strength, he cried out, The best of all is, God is with us. Lifted his hand, raised in his feeble voice, and said again, The best of all is, 
God is with us. With every goodbye and change, for where God leads you and me, the best of all is... Thank you. God is with us. So as I end this final sermon, I want to use a ritual from the United, book of, uh, United Methodist Book of Worship. I'm going to ask that you respond to affirm, help me, okay, uh, affirm this chapter of my pastoral ministry with Amokyo Methodist Church as it comes to an end. Can you do that for me? Okay, so uh, here we go. I thank you, friends and members of Amokyo Methodist Church for the love and support you have shown me while I have ministered among you. I am grateful for the ways my leadership has been accepted. I ask for forgiveness for the mistakes I have made. As I leave, I carry with me all that I have learned. Can you respond for me? I accept your gratitude and forgiveness and I forgive you, trusting that our time together and our parting are pleasing to God. I release you from turning to me and depending on me. I encourage, uh, I encourage your continuing ministry and service here and will pray for you and for your pastors, Pastor Melvin, Pastor Liam Kai, Pastor Anthony, and soon to join you, Pastor Colin. Eternal God, whose steadfast love for us is from everlasting to everlasting, we give you thanks for cherished moments and commend one another to your care as we move in new directions. Help us to stay in love with you, to remember to do no harm and to do good as we love you and serve your church through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.